Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Bert. I'm the lead pastor at True North Community Church. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. I'm going to have a little something to say to you at the end, but for now, let's dive in. All right. So we've been, uh, if you've been with us uh, any one of the last several weeks for our Sunday morning services, you know we've been talking a little bit about waiting. We've been talking about what it's like to be pinned down in the waiting room, waiting for something to happen, waiting for something to resolve, waiting for some terrible situation in our life to somehow clear up so that we can once again breathe, once again be free, once just, just get back to things the way they once were. And here we are. It seemed like just a moment ago, we began the series, and I was talking about Thanksgiving and how when you turn the corner into Thanksgiving, time seems to speed up. And if you're real little, maybe time seems to slow down because you just can't wait for Christmas to get here. But for most of the rest of us, you know, we can't believe that Christmas is two days away. It's just crazy that it came that fast. Christmas is a season of invitation. This whole, this whole window of time when everything gets compressed and everything gets intensified, it's a season of invitation. God has invited you into something. That's what Advent is. That's what this whole season is about. Not just a manger, that's great. Not just the carols, all, all, all the things that go with it, fantastic. I love all that stuff. I'm talking about an invitation that the God of heaven and earth has invited you into something. That the God, the the omnipotent creator of heaven and earth has walked across the dance floor and said, let's dance. Now I'm aware that that analogy doesn't really land on all of you. Uh, there's a percentage of people in the room who are non-dancers, and you know you're you're that guy at the wedding who everyone else gets up and dances. You're like, I'm good. I'm just gonna sit here with my drink and have a good time. You just you guys go ahead. So if you're a non-dancer, the idea that God is inviting you to dance maybe doesn't land on you as well. So maybe a different word. Yeah, maybe a different concept, but the same idea. Yeah, God is inviting you into something. He's inviting inviting you to join him on an incredible adventure. He's inviting you into a story. He's inviting you out of the waiting room. Out of the waiting room. Inviting you out from that place that you've been pinned down in for so long. Inviting you out from that place where where it's just been, been, been one thing after another, after another, after another, and you've been thinking this whole time, if only I could get done with this, then I'd be okay. If only this thing would go away, then I'd be all right. God is inviting you into something. And what's going to be required of you on the front end of that is just a little bit of faith. It takes faith to walk out of the waiting room. It takes faith to get up out of that place. We get comfortable there sometimes. We're called in the scripture, I don't know if you you ever knew this, Jesus, Jesus calls us not to have the faith of a theologian or to have the faith of uh, uh, some, some, you know, uh, spiritual giant. We're called to have the faith of a child. Jesus calls you and I to have faith like children. And it was easier, wasn't it? 
When we were kids, it was easier to believe. Easier to believe there was a bigger story than this one. Easier to believe in God. Easier to believe in heaven. Easier to believe in another world. When you're a kid. Our vocabularies are so limited when we're kids. Exactly. <laughs> we say, we, uh, instead of, you know, like, you know, when you're a kid, you just, you don't, you don't say things like pandemic. You don't say things like cancer or divorce or bankruptcy or lawsuit or any one of a dozen other words that if that word touches your life, all of a sudden you find yourself pinned down. It's hard to believe when one of those words touches your life. But we're called to have faith like children. Children have an easier time believing there's another world. Children have an easier time believing there's something else. And that's why storytellers throughout the ages have been touching our lives with stories of other worlds. And it seems, it seems a small thing to point out, but it's in our nature to know that this can't possibly be it. It is in your nature to know that this world isn't it. There is something inside every one of you, and I'll go ahead and speak right to you now. If you're here tonight and you're an atheist, or you're listening and you would self-identify as an agnostic, you're just not sure, you don't know about any of this stuff, and you're, you're, you're just really, really, really hesitant about all this, I get it, I understand it, and I respect it. But I would, while respecting it, respectfully submit to you that it is in every single human heart to believe that there is something else that this world can't possibly be it, that your existence and my existence in the waiting room is not all there is, that there is something on the other side of this world. There's a theologian named Frederick Buechner who talks from time to time in his literature about thin places. The ancient Celts used to believe that there were physical places that you could visit where the barrier between this world and the next world would grow thin. A place where it was easier than normal to touch the other side and to make contact with another world. A concept that to you, if you're here and you're pinned down under something, maybe doesn't sound so great. Maybe to you it just sounds like, like, like kid stuff. And it kind of is. Because wherever there are children on this planet, in every language, in every language that is spoken, in every culture on the world, where there are kids, there are stories. And there's a pattern, if you've ever observed it, if you've ever paid attention of children's stories containing thin places. A place where our world touches the other world. And when we encounter a story like that, we pay attention. 
a lot of times they're kids' stories, so we read them to kids, but if a kid's story is written well, the grown-ups pay more attention than the children do. And that's why your grandparents were paying careful attention when they first told your parents the story of a girl named Wendy who took the hand of a boy named Peter Pan who could fly. And they found another world, Never Neverland, accessible through a thin place in the London sky. That's a wonderful story. But there was something in it that touched us. Your grandparents were moved by that. They didn't realize that they were, but they were. They were also paying careful attention when they told your parents the story of a young girl named Alice who discovered another world. A place called Wonderland, accessible through a thin place in the trunk of a tree. Interesting parallels to these stories. Your parents were paying attention when they first read of Peter and Edmund and Susan and Lucy who found a realm called Narnia in the back of a wardrobe, a thin place found in the back of a wardrobe, a place where this world touches the next. Your parents were paying attention when they read that book. I hope you were paying attention when you read that book. I hope you read that book. And if you didn't, maybe you were paying attention when you saw the film. Because something rang true. When, when you hear a story like that, the idea that there's another world, all of a sudden you're reminded that it's possible. There's something in you that's reminded this world isn't it. So your grandparents paid attention to Peter, uh, Peter Pan and, and Alice. And you paid attention to Peter and Edmund and Susan and Lucy. And you paid attention when you sat next to your kids and you watched Monsters, Inc. The story of another world, accessible through a thin place in the back of a child's closet. And didn't the whole world pay attention? And aren't we still paying attention when we watch Ron and Harry and Hermione push through platform nine and three quarters? through a thin place, a place where the barrier between this world and the next grows thin, where it's accessible. It had been a few years. I pay attention to this stuff. I love stories. It had been a few years since I came across another example, and then I saw Black Panther, 
the story of Wakanda, a whole other world accessible through a thin place where one world touches another. Why? For centuries, why does this theme continue to occur? Why, year after year after year, are these authors continually highlighting this? And none of them, with the exception of C.S. Lewis, these people are not trying to write theology. They're not, these are not theologians. These are not, these are not uh, clergymen. These are authors who are writing stories for children. Why does this occur time after time after time in example after example after example across cultures and over centuries? Why? Because there is something inside your heart and something inside my heart that knows this place is not it. This is not the end. And you have been invited You've been invited into something. You have been invited into a vast, amazing story. A a true adventure. Just like the ones in these children's books. With one very important exception. This story happens to be true. It's true. Have you ever wondered why Christmas touches your heart the way it does? Have you ever wondered why this season lines you up a certain way? Have you ever wondered why this particular season of the month brings something, brings something to the front and center in your, in your psyche and in your heart? It is because the advent of Jesus Christ made the world a thin place. We are in a place where our world touches the next. Jesus' arrival on the planet reminds us of that. We are in this season more than any other reminded that this world isn't it. Reminded that we're invited into something vast and wonderful. This is from the Gospel of John. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. There's another translation that I want to read that to you. That was from the NIV. This is from the message translation. The Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like Father, like Son. Heaven touches earth. This world touches the next. And you knew it. You knew it all along. Ever since you were a kid, you've known. You've known there was something special out there. You've known there was some adventure you you were meant for. You've known, you've always known, you were meant for a destiny greater than just going to work for a few hours a day and earning a living and fighting off your taxes and finding a way to just... You were were meant for more than that. You've always known it. You've just not always known where to look. Oh, the thing about... The kids in those adventures, they always seem to know where to look. 
The kids in those adventures always happen upon the thin place. Loved ones, you don't have to look for platform nine and three quarters. You don't have to find a thin place in the back of a closet or a wardrobe or a tree trunk. All you have to do is believe and heaven touches earth. All you have to do is believe. Put your faith in him and invite him into your life. And you will find yourself in the midst of an incredible adventure. It's real. The door to the waiting room is open. You don't have to sit there any longer. The king has come, and he's invited you to walk with him into chapter after chapter after chapter of mind-blowing stuff. You make it your aim to honor him, to love the world around you, serve those who are near you, You'll never look back with regret. Nobody in any of these adventures just thinks, man, if, if only I had just stayed on the other side. Some of, and some of you are so close. You've been pondering this for a while. You've always known. You've always known there was something else. Tonight, let tonight be the night. Put your faith in Jesus now. Invite him in and ask him to forgive you of your sins. Allow him to make you a new creation tonight. Leave the waiting room. And watch what happens when you begin. Watch what happens when you respond to that invitation to join God on the dance floor, or if you prefer, on the adventure, or whatever analogy seems to suit you best. But don't, 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 don't spend another minute Shutting down that voice inside of you, that voice that's always known that there's something else, that voice is right. His name is Jesus Christ. He came to earth to die for our sins. That's why we're celebrating Christmas. You are invited. And with that, let's pray. Father, we love you. And we thank you for the opportunity you've given us to respond We've always known that this world wasn't it. We've always wanted to believe. But it's so hard. We're in pain. There's so much stuff preventing us. There's so many dark things that it's just easier to focus on. Father, will you stoke that fire within us tonight? Will you pour a little fuel on that flame and quicken our hearts to believe? that we've been invited into something vast and amazing, and that because of your advent, because of your coming to this earth, the world itself is a thin place. And we now no longer have to look for some secret passage or secret phrase. All we now have to do is believe. May it be so in my life. May it be so in all of our lives. We pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks once again for taking the time to listen. It's an honor to have you with us. If you'd like to support our church financially and help us continue to put this content out there for free, that would be a really big deal to us. We're completely supported by the contributions of the people that come to our church. And if you'd like to help, you can do that online at truenorthchurch.net slash give. 
or you can do it with a text message. Just text the word True North to 77977 on your cell phone, and you'll get a prompt leading you through how to do that. Thanks again for dialing in. See you soon. Bye-bye.